Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are, are these lights extra bright in here today? I don't... I mean, I woke up feeling some kind of way this morning, so it could be that I'm like... We're both. (laughs) We're both. Have you... So the dynamic on... Okay. So welcome to this week's episode of the Totally Spoiled Podcast. It's Brian Fink along with April. Yeah. The dynamic of this week's show is going to be kind of off. A little off. And mainly for me. Here's why. Please, please explain. Have you ever seen me not prepared? Ever. Like once, and it was, and it was like watching like Jenga like completely shatter <laughs> really? all over the place. <laughs> when was that one time that I wasn't prepared? In the podcast, remember, like several weeks ago. Oh, okay. Like, oh. I thought you meant. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, other other, other situations. The, yeah. No, I think you, if you do, you keep that very on the down low and, and don't it, let anybody know. So it, it's not necessarily a case of like wanting to be in control. It's just a case of wanting to be prepared and know where I'm going and know what I'm doing. Like I'm like that in life. Like I'm like that in like gigs that I do. I like to know what's expected of me. I like to know what direction the person is why it, are you looking at me like that you're trying to convince yourself that's the only reason why yeah well okay. that is the only reason okay. why i just like i just like to be prepared okay this week's episode i am not prepared and i texted you i text you i'm like be ready to totally take control of the show because i am not prepared. ladies and gentlemen this is probably the first and last time i will ever <laughs> hear these words come out of brian fink's mouth I want everyone to take notes on this situation and what you're witnessing because it's probably not happening again. Bring it. I love it. I love it. So uh, we got episode five of The Sinner to talk about, and that's why I'm not prepared. So uh, yesterday, so it was Wednesday night, and then yesterday we had Mo stop by the station. Yeah, she was freaking amazing. Unbelievable. She is so, and beyond the fact that she's talented. Raw talent. She's incredibly energetic and positive. Really? And that was only, like, literally I spent probably about 10 minutes with her. Was that the first interaction? Like, you Ever. haven't done any Never interviews? Never met her before. And, really? Never met her before. And the only time that I had wow. seen her okay. is when she's performed. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. She's like bat crap crazy. Like, her performances, she's like, she's really eclectic. I'll put it like that. Oh, I she, could tell from yesterday. Exactly. I could definitely tell from yesterday. But she's incredible. And her, her energy is just so positive. positive. It kind of, yeah. Oh, I, it was it, just it, so good. It radiated just off of herself being just her presence yesterday. I definitely agree with that. And then we had the Bucks game last night. Oh my God, what which, a hoot. Which is normally when we would watch, well, normally when I would watch. I don't know, when did you watch it? Um, When it came out at oh, 10. So, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, talk about prepared. No big Fine. deal. Got it. Fine. Got okay. It. Uh, Ozark. Got it. Ozark. New episode. <laughs> Moving or new... on quickly. See what he did there. Soon Ozark. The okay. new season okay. dropped on Netflix. We got to talk about that today. Yeah, today. It's already on Netflix. So okay. So <laughs> please don't give me a dead like deer in headlights look again. Make me feel stupid. <laughs> This is a serious question. So because it's Netflix, it's not like on USA or, right. or you know TNT, whatever. How does it work with Netflix? Is there a certain time, like 
that they release a show on oh, the day. Yeah, like, how does that work? I, I, I'd imagine it's like midnight that it hits. Is that I, I what would it just is? think, okay. yeah. I, so, I honestly don't know. I'm new to Netflix, which is really weird me too, to say. Sort of? Yeah, I mean, I've, sort I've already of? been like, like all my shows are on like Fox and NBC and like yeah. all the, the normal shows. Yeah. So I'm kind of new to Netflix in that I don't know like when, when they drop an entire season. Yeah, because I was going to check this morning, but then again, like this morning was a little rough. Well, um, I logged onto the app and it was on there. It is on. Okay, yeah, okay, it's okay, all okay, on there. Okay, good. Yeah. And then you're probably right around midnight. I then. watched like 10 episodes already. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I'm, I'm going to walk you on this podcast right now. <laughs> oh, boy, can't even watch. Oh, can't, oh. can't even. Please, please, please. Yeah. Really quickly. Tell me really quickly. So I just need you to explain this to me. So you were on the phone with your mother earlier. Yes. And like the entire conversation is in Spanish. <laughs> and then literally you go, yes, please. I'm like, <laughs> Hold on. The entire conversation, like, you're on the phone with her for like five minutes in Spanish. The entire conversation is in Spanish. And then you go, yes, please. No, I said I love you. No, you said yes, yes, please. And I said I love you in English. But couldn't you say por favor? Like, why wouldn't that be in Spanish too? Why? Because the entire conversation is in Spanish. Right now, no, no, get in your corner. These chairs are bouncy. <laughs> I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm trying to understand because I know it's a whole like Spanglish thing. Yes, and sometimes you go in and out. Yes, but what what makes you like five minutes into a conversation of all Spanish, just all of a sudden hit a point where you go, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could give you an actual explanation to to this, but my brain just does one of those like, and it just switches. Yeah, it just does. So so crazy. Like it just English will come to me before Spanish or Spanish and English. Like there's so many things. That's why, you know how people will like quote certain things that they've heard or like sayings or whatever. I just keep my mouth shut nowadays because I butcher every freaking thing. True story. Like the saying like, I'm done. I'm seriously about to walk out on one of these. And she's out. If you're watching on YouTube and she's back. (laughs) I just needed to get up for a second. I I needed my blood to flow, okay? Because it kind of. That was kind of like when I was younger. When I was a kid, I used to run away from home. But my my idea of running away from home would literally be like leaving the town home and going around the corner and just waiting for my mom. (laughs) And my mom would never come after me. Why can't? I she would she's like, never come after she me. She knows her son. Yeah. He's so, come back and then I would, I would come. So that's what that was like. Oh my God. I'm out of here. <laughs> I am out of here. I am done with this show. I am done with oh, the- I Okay, I'm back. Rest now. I'm thanks. back. No, oh, you're I'm back. back. I'm back. I'm <laughs> back. All right. So before we get into totally spoiling oh episode five of The Center, <laughs> I did want to touch on something. And okay. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to try to hold my emotions with this because it's okay. it's a very serious topic. I, I was telling you about it earlier. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I so you didn't hear about this. No, I didn't. So tell me about it. So this was probably, I want to say, Monday or Tuesday, this story broke of this nine-year-old boy, nine years old, who came out of the closet and decided that he wanted to, he came out of the closet to his mom during the summer and he's mm. going back to fourth grade and he's like, mom, I'm excited. I want to tell everybody, goes to school, comes out of the closet and they bullied him to the point of 
He was four days into school. Four days. Like not even a, a full week. Not even a full, not even, mm. I, I, I got to stop because nine years old and he killed himself Jeez. because he was bullied. That's heavy. So you think back to being nine years, like when I think back to being nine years old, like that's fourth grade. Like I remember for, I was in Canada and we were playing Foursquare and like we were wrestling in my friend's basement. Like I, the Dude, thought- I was playing tag around our cul-de-sac eating pizza on the weekends. That was like my daily thing, kind of what you're talking yeah. about. You're just usual kid activities. But can you think back to that and even imagine thinking about suicide? That's exactly what I was going to get at. How... How does that even at that age, how does that thought cross your mind? Well, much more the action. Well, I'll tell you how. I don't know the action, but I'll tell you how, because according to the mom, some of the kids told him to kill himself. Yeah. And we know that bullying and suicide is an epidemic. Yeah. An absolute epidemic that that needs to be touched on more. And it's it's it definitely is because before it wasn't. So but it's nine years old. Jeez, that breaks my heart. Like what the actual like I I, I did a blog about it because I saw the 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 story on the news, and as I'm watching the video and just thinking about it and seeing the picture of Jamel, which is the boy, mm-hmm. like tears were coming to my eyes. Like just the thought, and I know this is really heavy and. That's not why you listen or, or watch the Totally Spoiled podcast, but it's so important to me because, as Absolutely. I've mentioned many times, I dealt with bullying when I was younger in high school, as do a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I made it through. But just the thought of nine years old. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, it, again, though, and, and, I, and I hear what you're saying, that kids, which again... Why would you even tell someone to kill yourself at any age, especially a nine-year-old? Why is that coming out of your mouth? Well, the problem is parents, in my opinion. That's completely my opinion. But I think it's an issue where parents need to take control. And obviously, there's no changing. If you've got a kid like that that's saying that to a nine-year-old to kill themselves because they said they were gay, I mean, what the... That, that's... And I don't know the parents, so I, I don't know what the situation is. Here's my here's my two cents with this, Brian, because I always say you are responsible for your own actions. There are things and situations that contribute to how or why you do things, but you're still responsible for your own actions. As a nine-year-old, generally speaking, especially in today's society, you are still heavily under your parents' oh, supervision yeah. and influence as you get older, yes, you make up your own decision and, you know, opinions to, to, to things or situations. But at a, as a nine-year-old, your parents at least help, for me, have still a very heavy influence over you. you. Yes. Absolutely. So I totally agree with you in that sense. If they were a little older, I would say, you know what? The environment takes a huge role on what they do, what they say, et cetera, et cetera. But at that age, you're listening to what your parents are saying, what they're watching, what they're doing, what they're not doing, and you're feeding off of all of that. I think not to be that person 
that puts full blame on parents. But as parents, it's not just having a kid and that's it. Right. It's raising them. Absolutely. And you, and not you directly, I mean, I know you're a cat dad, but, um, but parents need to take more responsibility in raising their children and investing in what they're doing. I'm not going to name any specific names, but- you know, it's someone that's also in my family. This they, there's a little eight year old girl, and I'm almost to the point where I've had the conversation with my mom, as in like, hey, we should possibly speak to this family member because she recently got an Instagram, and she's the sweetest little thing. She's eight. She's got an Instagram she's at got eight. A, that that's where it <laughs> oh my starts. God. That is where it starts. She's wow. got an Instagram at the age of eight. And she's got the cutest little body, cutest little face. And you've got these freaking child molesters and predators out there as well. She's posting cute little pictures in her bathing suit and like cute, like cute little things and movements. And I'm like, that may be so sweet and innocent. In your eight year old mind, you're not thinking of what other people are saying or how they're interpreting that. Right. And I, I don't know. Maybe this is this is just how I was raised. I don't think you need to be posting pictures even though you're in a bathing suit and you're eight you are still half naked and how people can perceive but why isn't the account private again is the account private no it's completely public okay that's that's the problem right there it's like fine and you see this with celebrity kids as well a couple that i love is william levy and his wife they are two kids have accounts but even in the tagline or where it says it's like supervised by so and so and so and so the parents they monitor everything that goes on that page. Fine. You're going to let your child as an eight-year-old have an Instagram page? Fine. Just watch it and see Just what they're posting. It. Yeah. doesn't mean you have to have an active page either. But, but again, why isn't it private? Look. Listen. This is I'm, this uh, is where I'm at a loss because let me tell you, if I had a kid, my kid wouldn't even have a phone oh, oh. until he or she was a tween. Yeah. Much less... There's no way they're having an a Instagram Twitter, account. Twitter, an Instagram, yeah, no. a Facebook. No. You know, and and I mean, I even asked my mom, I was like, are, are, this, are, are her parents supervising at all? And she's like, no, because they don't have any social media. I'm like... But that should be their social media supervising Absolutely. it. But here's Absolutely. the thing. So I'm all about so, freedoms. I'm completely about freedoms and it. do what Me you too. want. And if that's the age that we're living in, which it is, that an eight-year-old is going to have an Instagram... That needs to be private because, as you mentioned, there are a lot of sick people out there. Yep. And when it's open to the public, who knows who could be looking at it and seeing it? So, yeah, she can post whatever she wants. Do we agree with it? No. She's not our kid. Right. But you got to make that account private. At, at the minimum. At, at the minimum. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I, how did we get on that? <laughs> oh, parenting. Parenting. So yes. Yeah, so I feel I'm like, what? Where did what? Where? What rabbit hole did we go did down? We go. Here's what I think about parenting. I think, and I'm not a parent, so I I can't fully discuss the realm. I get it. But on the outside bubble, looking in, as a parent, you need to not only speak to your child, make sure that your child is okay. Make sure that there's nothing going on with your child. Make sure that the bullying isn't happening. Even if your child is annoyed by you asking every day, or you, yeah. you just got to ask. And you have to make sure Be that proactive. they know that it is not okay to bully somebody. And besides that, that is one huge topic. 
but to be vocal. Yes. To and be to let vocal them know. Absolutely. And the power of speaking up. Whatever Absolutely. it is. You know, and I think a lot of people are afraid and that's why they don't say certain things. And it's, they resort to doing what this nine-year-old boy did, which isn't the answer either. So, you know, but it's, it's information. It's information. It's being proactive. And all those things can contribute to avoiding or lessening these occurrences happening. And just like you said, at that age, so, you are being molded. So that could lead into a better molding for when they're an adult. Absolutely. It agree. all starts there. And uh, I mean, I look back at my childhood. And I'm like, yeah, I, I wish I wish my dad would have taught me how to deal with money better. Because if he would have taught me when I was eight years old, I'd, I'd probably be better at man- managing my money now. But I'm not. <laughs> And I blame my father he'd, for that. He'd have 20 colorful pairs of shoes instead of 100 <laughs> because that's where his investment is. Come on, 97. I only have, oh, look at the reds. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's spoil yeah. the center episode five. <laughs> Warning. If you haven't watched your favorite show yet, do not listen. We cannot be held responsible for the spoilers ahead. This is the Totally Spoiled Podcast Podcast with Brian Fink and April Diamond. I can't believe uh, we are 20, uh, 17 minutes into the episode and just now saying at Brian Fink, at April on air. Thank you for following and subscribing to the Totally Spoiled Podcast. Uh, anywhere you can get your podcasts, also on YouTube. Episode 5, I, I did not watch it, so I, have no, I honestly... Don't even remember what was happening <laughs> episode. Oh, hey. oh, I remember. <laughs> Harry Jeez, was. Don't startle no, me. No, I remember. Harry was brought into the forest and in the cabin. She tried to uh, hypnotize him. She did hypnotize him. She tried to sexually whatever. Whatever. I mean, yeah. Seduce him. Who knows what happened? Hypnotize, seduce him. So Who, go yeah. ahead. Episode five, lay it on me. So, Tell me everything. No. I'm open. Well, oh, I thought it was going to be like a high five there. That was like Fail. awkward. Fail. <laughs> okay, so let's try this again. Look at my That's, elbow. Here we- hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's (laughs) joinmidi.com. I'm going to need a few more seconds this time. (laughs) That's going to be perfect for the Instagram video. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. So episode five. Things so are going to get wild. Share with me because I have no idea what happened. So they did a really good job on picking up where they left off. Um, it goes into basically a scene as well with Heather kind of confronting Ambrose. Hey, where were you? Why didn't you come back? Because From him you, disappearing. Right. Because as you know, um, Heather and his dad have been housing um, Ambrose this whole time upon him coming back into this investigation and whatnot. So what was crazy to me is upon Ambrose coming back, I'm trying to figure out still, remember we talked about what is going on between Ambrose and Varen. We kind of left it off as in, hey, it's just strictly, you know, business. He's trying to kind of finagle. Right. Right. He's trying to finagle. She's trying to get more control of the situation. He's trying to get into the situation. Right. You thought that there might be more to the story in the past. Yeah, I thought there might have been. But after this episode, I was like, no, I I don't think so. But what's crazy to me is... So Heather and Ambrose are wa- working together. He completely brushed it off as in, oh, I needed to go back to the hotel and just kind of relive the situation again and just kind of detach for a little bit, not come back home. He says nothing about the hypnosis, nothing about what Vera did, not about the fact that he basically stayed there or not even woke up in a random... Yeah, he doesn't know where post- he stayed. No. Yeah. And what's crazy is uh, shortly after that, they go into... Was I driving you crazy with the, with the As mic? you'll see on the YouTube video, every now and then, April has a habit of like moving her face over here and the mic stays over here and just keeps talking and talking while the mic's over here. And every now and then, so, I just so if to... you don't hear Brian just from now, he was pretending to mimic me. That's exactly what was going on. I wasn't on. pretending to mimic so, you. I was mimicking so when you. I w- so when the mic has got all of my saliva on, I'm going to make sure to give it to you. So <laughs> Thanks. That you I appreciate can, it. So, so every now and then, I just hear it. Now that we're on the on the YouTube videos, that they're, those are being posted too. They'll see it with me reaching yeah. over. Before, when it was just yeah. audio, you wouldn't see me reaching over and putting the mic in front of your mouth. Now everything's on YouTube. There's a pattern in this kind of totally spoiled relationship. <laughs> he, uh, Brian, Brian, Brian likes to Brian likes to take control and kind of no, the situation. I don't. But I promise you, he's he's very. Uh, he, he likes to let you do your own thing. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it is not. I want to make sure that you're being heard. And if you start going like this and turning your head with the mic wait, over here. Wait, Brian, hold on, hold on, hold thank on. Thank you. Good, thank you. Good. You're not going to be heard. It's reciprocal. Because I'm the one that has to deal with the post and making this totally spoiled podcast sound good. Oh, and wait. when you... <laughs> All right. Go, go ahead. Go back. No, wait, put your wait, phone are you, down. Are you sure? Put your phone down. Put your phone down. I'm done with my diatribe. As long as you keep the mic in front of your face. This, <laughs> this will be fun. This is going to be the last episode of Totally Spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to make it past but this. But wait, we're still waiting for so, a sponsor. Right? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be done before a sponsor can even get on. So Harry totally, which I, I, I understand that because, I mean, he's probably... He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't remember. So the last thing he wants to do is say, I so don't remember. Even, so this is a question for you, with or without watching the show, why do you think he's hiding this from uh, Because from he doesn't know what happened and he doesn't want okay, anybody else to know what but happened. But it's one thing, okay, I guess when you put it that way, it's one thing to not know what happened to you, but at least to not tell Heather. Well, I think he that, wants to, he, he's kind of a character that likes to be in control, as we know, except for... like someone else <laughs> <laughs> you, touche. Uh, except you don't know, but from season one, he actually 
doesn't like to be in control because when he goes to his his side girl, she's the one that takes control and manhandles him. So it's really? kind of it, and it, it's actually stereotypical of somebody who's in a position of liking to be in control. They when they're kind of by themselves don't want to be in control. They're more submissive. Yeah. So that's kind of the situation. He likes to be in control in front of everybody else. And so he has no idea what went on or what happened. And until he can figure that out, I'm sure he doesn't want to tell anybody. That makes sense. I just I, I found it very odd since they're working together on this case and transparency in, in these situations is absolutely key that he wouldn't convey that information, but which I would think would out. be infor- important. There's nothing really to convey. I mean, yeah, he could tell her that that Vera hypnotized him and led him into the woods and and try to take advantage of him. I mean, he could say, and then he woke up in a hotel room and doesn't know what happened. But what's the point? I guess. Until they can figure out what's happening. I'll let you have it. Fine. So one of the previews for episode, one of the previews from last week's episode uh-huh. was Vera saying, you don't remember. What was that scene all about? Because it looked like that was at... Like the courtroom? Court, yeah. Right. So that was that was um, Julian's trial. So she totally plays it off as in, oh, you you don't remember waking up and, you know, taking the gun, you know, out of your car. And she totally plays it off as in he's psycho. So he, like crazy. she's trying to make him think that he did that it himself. That he's crazy and that he did it himself. And what's even crazier is you kind of start to see him like wait am i supposed to remember oh really like kind of like the the mind the mind you know so kind of like when you black out like when you're drunk yeah and you do stuff and you have no idea and you're trying to ask your girlfriend like what the hell just happened and you're expecting her to kind of recap it for and you're like right and then you kind of be like "Uh, well i guess do i I believe it did this happen did it not yeah so he you you start to see even doubt in himself in that scene. And it was very interesting. Like he borderline kind of believed her. So that was interesting. It gets better. So halfway through the show, this is where I think kind of the turnkey situation is. And I, I was not expecting this. You find out that Julian is Marin's and the Beacon's son. Oh my God. Yeah. So Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So we so knew that Julian... That's a full-on spoiler, so just- we, we somewhat knew that Julian was Marin's son from Heather saying that she found it in the book and Julian was circled and everything. And that further gets confirmed by Vera herself, which I wasn't expecting. She actually confesses that to Harry. She full-on says, yeah, he is not my son. So, so it, now Harry knows. So it was and now Marin Heather knows. And the beacon... Wow. So my guess, and again, I haven't seen the episode and I don't know if it delved into it, but my guess is they needed a spawn from the beacon and that's why Marin was kind of volunteered up to him. Quite the contrary. Really? Yeah. Because remember when we go back to Dr. Poole? So Vera goes to the beacon. um, Now, do we see all this in flashbacks? Is that how they show all this? Sort of, but not full on. You see little flashbacks, but nothing really in depth. So you find out that Mosswood does not allow children. Wow. Does not allow children. So Vera has kind of this private meeting with the Beacon as well. Like, what are we going to do with Marin? You know, do we need to call up Dr. Poole? 
and it made me think back to what was her name, Carmen? The, the girl that was that it, got yeah, her freaking uterus. Yeah. So that makes out? sense as to why yes. they with the abortion the and correlation everything with Carmen and Marin and that whole situation. It kind of ties it together. So does it explain how Marin hooks up with the Beacon? What it basically shows and previews into is Marin's finally taken the decision of the initiation. Yeah, I'm gonna yada yada join Mosswood. I'm I'm doing this. So part of that was meeting with the Beacon. So you see Vera taking Marin into the Beacon's cabin. Okay. Um, and what's really weird, in his cabin, which is his office, all you see is a desk, his chair, and a bed. Just the bed. Okay. Um, so and, it's kind of like a casting couch, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. So, and you find out that a lot of the Beacon's practices are very sexual and very physical been by those kind of go hand in hand but physically abusive as well well that's what he was accused of when he was in canada exactly that's why he lost his license so right so it kind of makes sense what that setting is so whether part of the initiation was is having sex sex with with wow or it just happened because he he was inclined to with her i'm not quite sure it that's that's where i'm saying there's minor flashbacks but it doesn't give you enough insight to be like Oh, like this is why. It's very vague. It's very vague. But it makes sense because it a does. lot of these cults mm-hmm. um, or these these gatherings, um, a lot of them are centered around like everybody is supposed to be the wife of the main person the main in charge. Person. So yeah. that kind of makes sense as to why, if it is the case, why all women would have to sleep with the beacon if right? that is the case. No, I definitely get where you're coming from and it does make sense given the situation in a right. weird, twisted way. So um, she gets pregnant, which obviously wasn't supposed to happen. Right. So uh, again, to finish off with that, it, it, it leads with Vera saying, so, you know, should I call up Dr. Poole? And the beacon, which you read it on Vera's face, was like, "No, let's keep it. Let's raise it together, like a like a freaking village. This is all. This is a, this is our child, like everyone's." And in that same scene, you see, which I don't know if it leads into prefacing that Marin is having a child from the beacon. The beacon brings in a, it's like a calf or or uh, some it's some animal. I think it, it's it's a a calf. And he approaches Vera about it, saying, this is our animal. We're going to take care of it, love it, raise it. And it was like an honor, apparently, that he chose Vera to name this animal. Really weird. Really weird. Is that just a comparison to I don't. Julian? I don't know if it was that leading into the fact that Marin also was having the beacon's son. So because there were kinda- no animals, no animals on property, no kids, no babies. Hmm. So it was I I it was very interesting. I'm not quite sure if one had to do with another one or if it was kind of foreshadowing. Gotcha. Not sure. So they um, go through with it. Julian is born, but you don't see any of that. There's you don't even see Marin pregnant. You don't see any of that. So I'm saying there's the for the there's there's not a lot that you can kind of so it's just see quick flashbacks. Very quick. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So what are some of the other main points from this episode? So from there, you find that out. It kind of ends with. Well, don't tell me how it ends. No, I'm joking. I, I was like, I, am I not spoiling this for you? <laughs> I'm um, totally joking. So it, it ends with. <laughs> no, no, don't tell me how it ends. Mira, 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 mira. That's what I wanted to bring out of you. I wanted to bring the Spanish out of you. <laughs> Please. Um, <laughs> you stop it. You stop it. Jesus, take the wheel. Man, these Fridays are right, so, a blast. So it ends how? So it ends. This is what's crazy. 
So Ambrose breaks in to one of the main offices. I, I don't recall if it was exactly the beacons, and I want to say it was. It's just been taken over by other members of Mosswood. Breaks into this house, finds old pictures. No, wait. A house off property, not a, not in Mosswood. Correct. Okay. Correct. To find out, and correct correct me if I'm wrong on not knowing about this character, this character or this family, he finds out that the property that belonged to the Beacon Lionel was previously owned by the Fishers. We never heard the about the Fishers. The Fishers no, before, right? I don't know who the okay, Fishers are. Okay, I was going to say, correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't recall I don't them. think that's ever come so, up before. Well, I'm not crazy. Okay, no well. Um, in Mita, this, in I this need instance. to reel, reel, reel it in. Okay, <laughs> so we find out that it's it's owned by the Fisher, we Fishers. We find out that it's owned by the Fishers. Okay, so that doesn't seem like it's going no. anywhere. Well, I mean, it could. Where it ties in is that night when Harry comes back home. Um, what's Heather's dad's name again? Heather's dad. Yeah, we'll <laughs> I, I have no idea. Unimportant at the moment. At the moment, you find out that the Fishers and Harry's dad are like this. Knew it. I knew it. So I knew this, it. Don't get used to this, Brian. But you were right. What? You you were right. So <laughs> oh dear God, Jesus. Some some. Someone, someone literally give him a, someone give him okay. a cupcake. Someone, right, someone, someone. I'm sorry. I had to do the you're right dance. Of course you had to. I don't even know. I didn't want to go back and watch it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to see what that dance was I, like. I, I want to see this. This is the video you're going to post. FYI, just no, saying. <laughs> so it gets really intense because Harry actually confronts um, her dad about it, and he gets pissed and aggressive. Basically kicks him out of the house. Oh wow! And he's he he decides on his own. Yeah, I think it's best that I stay somewhere else for tonight. So I think this next episode is going to answer a lot of questions that we've had. It basically cannot be any clearer that Heather's dad definitely plays a has a huge role, much bigger role than I think we can imagine with Mosswood. So as you said, uh, this when I was talking to you about trying to get yeah. an idea of this episode you mentioned that it wasn't a huge episode a lot didn't happen but it was still a good episode to kind of carry it along it well, yeah it wasn't big on a huge kind of dramatic scenes that happened in action or drama or whatever but there were a lot of key points and in information like Marin being the mother of Julian and that With being confirmed and that the beacon is the dad and us having these doubts or kind of like, uh, is he, is he not with Heather's dad playing a huge role in... Did you just say in, we? Did you just say we having doubts? Did you just drop the I'm literally about to take my chancleta off. Great. Now I got to put explicit <laughs> on everything. Oh, you just made it a pain in the ass. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. So did, did I just make did I just make your job harder? Oh, God. Lo siento. Oh, wait, sorry. Um, I'm just sorry. start cursing in Spanish while uh, you're at it. Please, please, please. There you have it. All right. So, so this weekend, Labor Day weekend, um, <laughs> we've got to try to catch a couple of episodes of Ozark because oh, that's the, my that's my weekend. This is exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like sometime before next Friday, we got to watch a few episodes of Ozark. 
And then uh, we'll see episode six of The Sinner next week. Five and six. And then, yeah, five and six, sorry. And then uh, you're out of American Horror Story. You're not going to be watching that. Oh, F that. That's like September 12th. And then we're ramping up. And here's how I know we're ramping up to This Is Us coming back because I keep seeing little videos on my DVD, uh, DVR where I'm like, oh, This Is Us. What the heck? A new, and it's like a, like a three minute, yeah, like a three minute. Oh. recap or something. I'm like, ah! I'm like, what? See? Did they like drop it at like midnight or something without yeah. telling anybody? What's going on? Not so much. Yeah, no, I, I follow them pretty closely on Instagram and it's really funny because they keep posting picture, pictures together and yeah. behind the scenes and kind of foreshadowing of what's to come. Apparently there's going to be you know, shit hits the fan since we're dropping all the words already. Let's just, sorry, Brian, I'm not actually. I'm leaving just, it. <laughs> um, between um. Oh gosh, what's his name? The third brother. It's um We need to like go ah, back and study. It has yeah, been way been too so long. long. What the heck? This is oh, this is so sad. Wait, there are there's no third brother. There's two brothers and a sister. Sorry, the third sibling. <laughs> oh my god. All right, we're gonna end this, this uh before we start embarrassing embarrassing <laughs> ourselves even more as to how little we actually know about this is us. But here's what it is. Look, it's been so long. Shows that we've been dissecting as yeah. well. So. so we need to we need to go back, hop on IMDB, get updated on everything and be ready for this is us when it comes Clearly. out at the end of next month. Right? I, I, I'm in. I'm Good in. Plan. Let's do at it. At Brian Fink, at April on Air. Love you so much for being part of the Totally Spoiled Podcast. Remember, subscribe, follow. You can watch on YouTube and have an awesome weekend. And happy Labor Day weekend. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.